Welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark, a Hallmark Review Podcast. I'm Megan, and I'm a longtime Hallmark movie fan. I'm Wendy. I'm your former Hallmark hater. Today we're discussing To All a Good Night, which originally aired on Thursday, December 7th, 2023. You can hang out with us when the podcast is over. You can follow us on Instagram. We are at Girls Gone Hallmark. And we are also at Megan and Wendy. Come join our Girls Gone Hallmark Facebook group. Tons of discussion over there this weekend about some of the movies. That's all I'm going to say. I have refrained from adding thoughts. Me too. Simply because, not because I don't want to engage with our group, but because I have reviews coming up and I need to keep it fresh. <laughs> if you are looking for a holiday gift for yourself or the Megan and Wendy fan in your life, might we suggest a subscription to our Patreon? You can get a free week over there, patreon.com slash Megan and Wendy to check it out, see what that's all about. But that's like a women's lifestyle chat over there. It's like hanging out with your best friends, new episodes every Monday, drop there, patreon.com slash Megan and Wendy. And when the free trial is over, it is just $5 a month. That's cheaper than a fancy holiday coffee. I don't think you can get us anything for five dollars. <laughs> Not but a whole you can lot. get a whole month of entertaining podcast episodes from us. New episodes, brand new. Yep, never before heard. What's going on in the Hallmark world? Well, I have some ratings news. Yeah, and it has to do with this particular movie we are reviewing today. According to at TV Mojo on Twitter X. For those of you who... I refuse. I refuse to. <laughs> I actually, when I was typing up this note, I put X. I was like, no, 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 no. I've it's never Twitter. done it. <laughs> I won't do it. Anyway, at TV Mojo says, Thursdays to All a Good Night drew in 1.356 million live viewers on Movies and Mysteries, coming in as cable's most watched entertainment bro- broadcast for the evening, plus it ranks number one out of all the Hallmark Movies and Mystery premieres this season. Yeah, it's nice to put that number in context, right? Like it's a Thursday night, it's a Movies and Mysteries movie, and it knocked out the previous number one movie. Which was the the mystery one. The one with Victor Webster. Mystery on Mistletoe Lane. That one, yes. But, but just edged it out slightly. I mean, I'm, I'm, I think the Kimberly Sustat effect has something to do with it. I was it. just going to say that. Like, I feel like she's like this, like, secret assassin. Like, you mean, we know the, the Lacey Chabert's and... The Autumn Reeser and the yeah, yeah, yeah. Deloge. I, I hear what you're about to say, and I agree. I just think, like, she's just like this, like... Maybe we don't silent give her killer. credit. Yes, exactly. Yeah. She's awesome. Can't beat the power of one Miss Kimberly Sustad. I feel like it's worth noting that Girls Gone Hallmark correspondent Mike coined the term sustuds for her fandom. <laughs> I think this is a good time to remind everybody. So, sustuds, raise your hands. Yes. This is not in our news and notes, but I got to admit that I had a little bit of FOMO over the weekend scrolling through our Instagram. Once again, we're not at Christmas Con. Yes. And everybody was freaking there. Was very much on my radar. I wanted to make it happen. My daughter had musical theater performances this weekend. Like, it was not possible to. It was never even a conversation between you and I about going. Well, because I've known that she, you had it. Otherwise, I might have pushed for it. Okay. But I mean, don't, can't really I just, December is such a hard month. But yeah, I was like seeing like people who are in our Facebook group there. And I was like, oh. Yeah, you want to go to Jersey in June next time? 
Maybe. Maybe I do. Maybe we do. Okay, let's do it. Why not? What else we got going on next summer? It's a real change for anybody who listens to our other podcasts. Uh, everything out of Wendy's mouth is, who has time for that? Every time I suggest, like, some sort of recreational activity. I'm going on a Hallmark cruise with you in November. I didn't even, like, waver. I was like, yeah, I'll go. That's not how it went down. (laughs) (laughs) I love that you've rewritten how that happened. I won't be having any FOMO next November when I'm on the Hallmark cruise. No, you won't. I'm looking forward to it. Um, Are you ready for a synopsis? Yeah. A small town photographer saves the life of a mysterious man who may just be in town to buy her family's parkland, which is also the location of the annual Christmas celebration. Stars Kimberly Sustad and Mark Ganime. Hey, speaking of one Miss Kimberly Sustad, she does star as Cece. She's a Hallmark fan favorite actor with 43 previous acting credits including a cameo in the recent Fourth Down in Love and Game of Love from 2023. She's not only a great comedic actor, she co-wrote last year's Three Wise Men and a Baby, and we're excited to include her fan favorite movie, The Nine Lives of Christmas, in our upcoming Christmas in July summer schedule. Mark your calendar. Yes, I mean, like, we're just planning for 2024 already. The train never slows down. <laughs> it certainly doesn't. It certainly doesn't. I did feel like this weekend was going to break me, but... I Can I confess something? Sure. In the shower this morning, I was thinking, we're going to finish recording before episodes finish dropping. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, man... I can't wait to watch anything but Hallmark for oh, two weeks. Oh, that's a first. I love it. I love it, but we're deep in the season. <laughs> Mark Ganime plays Sam, known for his striking eyes and work on Virgin River as Dr. Cameron. Mark has 42 acting credits with three projects in post-production currently. He also played Dev in four episodes of one of our favorite series, The Bold Type. I might have to go back because I don't recall. Louisa de Oliveira plays friend Penny. Louisa has 39 previous acting credits, including Love on the Sidelines from 2015. If you missed that, we did review it during summer. We hated it. I saw that in your notes. Oh, I can't remember. What is that movie? It's it's the long, blonde-haired girl who comes in as the football guy's assistant. Oh, yes. We hated it. That was a rough watch. Did not like it at all. Karen Kruper plays Vivian. Karen's resume is heavy on the Hallmark movies, plus one episode of Unreal in 2018. I mean, if you are got your bingo card out, it's unusual that we get a female actress in Unreal. There aren't, yes, because usually we have the bachelorettes and there's lots of bachelor dudes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Betsy Morris wrote the script for To All a Good Night. She has 11 writing credits, including this year's My Norwegian Holiday, Guiding Emily, and The Wedding Veil Inspiration for Hallmark. Betsy has been busy. Busy. Andy Makita directed. He has 33 previous directing credits, including Guiding Emily, several episodes of Virgin River, as well as Chesapeake Shores. There's a lot of crossover happening here. These people know each other. Indeed. Uh, to All the Good Night was shot entirely in British Columbia in and around Victoria. Filming did take place from um, October 10th and wrapped by October 28th. Another quick, quick turnaround. Quick! It is time for your first impression. Hit me with it. 
Uh, sound the alarm. We've got a serious wowie zowie on our hands. <laughs> uh, our Once again, our first impressions line up as mine is. I think Wendy is going to binge Virgin River any day now. Oh, Wendy's going to binge Virgin River. I already watch Virgin River. Uh, yeah, I admittedly have started it. <laughs> Not like after this weekend, but recently have started it and just was like, okay, I don't have the brain power to watch this right now just because of all the other content we're consuming for the podcast here. Uh, Maybe a post-Christmas watch for me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, two really handsome dudes who are not new to Hallmark. The guy that was in the Santa Summit, he's in Hallmark movies, but he's also on Virgin River. Yeah, he's a bad guy. And Marco Grazzini, I believe, is in Virgin River oh, as well. Let's talk about what we liked about Tawala Goodnight. Let's do it. Let me just first start off by saying I really enjoyed this movie. Oh my God, so did I. Did you think I would hate it? I didn't think you would hate it because it had, it was a, a you know, a movies in misery movie yeah, for sure. Deep moments. I mm-hmm. definitely cried. I was surprised to learn that you also cried. I did. But it had lots of humor. Not full tears. You know, just gets, the nose gets tingly. Sure. I don't imagine you blubbering over there. No. But it had lots of humor. And let me start with some really funny moments that I liked. Bongo Santa, some of the lines about Bongo Santa were great. <laughs> I believe Sam says, does this cute little fella warn you when he's about to steal your soul? Yeah, that was funny. Sam also, there's a really funny moment where they're digging through all of the items that Max has stolen. Mm-hmm. And Cece holds up a red heel and he goes, only on Friday nights. Real funny, like threw that line away totally. Perfectly. Cece call- says Max should be in federal prison. Mm. I thought. They did a really nice job balancing the humor with the heavy. I agree. I have that same note. I think a shout out to Betsy Morris for giving the script like a nice sprinkling of funny lines, which then to me allows Kimberly Sesta to do like two things she's really good at. She's great at comedy, but she's also great at the heavier, tender moments. She all-around great actor. Two things that I really enjoyed. I freaking loved how CC and Sam met. This was not your typical meet cute. That's a new term. I know it's not. A, it's a new term to me. Is it? I don't think I've ever used the words meet cute. I just thought it was great. Like, you know, it was this mystery man and then he gets in this accident and he, he's got his helmet on and can't really see her face. It was just so... not great how they filmed that? Yes. Yeah. I agree with that. Also, of course, the standout scene for me, and I believe it's where you cried, is when Sam recites the letter from memory to Cece. I thought it was so well acted. He just doesn't miss a beat. He's clearly committed this whole thing to memory because it's so special to him. The unspoken piece of that is this letter is so meaningful to me Mm -hmm. that I've read it over and over and it just is like a part of me. Yeah. Hello, soldier. Or it's it's something like, or well, soldier. I can't remember how the first line opens, but oh my God. It was so good. It was very reminiscent of the scene from *The Dickens of a Holiday when Chris Palaha does his whole, like, monologue. It's the only moment you liked about that movie. I know, but it had that gra- the same gravity to yeah. it. I thought it was very well acted, very well written. It was a great scene. Yes. And Kimberly crying. Uh-huh. Oh, my 
goodness. So good. There's another funny moment where Cece and her friend are trying to figure out why Sam is there. And they're in her photo studio and they're digging through a box of props and they just keep piling them on. So they're wearing like crazy glasses and hats (laughs) and they just keep piling them on as they're having this conversation. And then in like peak Sam in the window, just was a funny staging of that scene. I agree. I thought there was great friendship chemistry between Cece and Penny. Mm-hmm. I loved how like fun and comfortable they were together. It was kind of like reminded me of like me and you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I really like the envelope moments when people start presenting Cece with envelopes. And what part of what I liked about it is nobody was putting pressure on her really about this event. They all seem to understand her reasoning behind canceling the event. Of course, wouldn't you? Like, Yes, but I could see people being like, well, it's tradition. Just push oh, through. Don't. I know. Don't I even would get me like started. to talk to you about this. But <laughs> I thought it was great that they focused on the important part of the event was giving to others. And that really had been the heart of that whole event. Mm-hmm. And they took that off her plate. And they just said, here, we're still going to do these good things. And I love the story behind it when she says some people give a lot and some people just hand over an empty envelope and they all get to retain their dignity of I'm giving even if they don't have anything to give. Right. They all get to be a part of the moment. Mm -hmm. I thought that was touching. I know we already objectified him, but (laughs) hello, Mark Ganime. You can stay. Yeah, stick around. We welcome you, open arms, to Hallmark. Yeah, how many months out of the year could Virgin River possibly be filming? It only takes two weeks to film a Hallmark movie. Yeah, more, more, more. (laughs) Listen, um, I feel like I have a director in my DMs. Maybe I can, like, hook you two guys up. Girls Gone Hallmark does casting. Give the fans what they want. Yes. All right. I'm I'm blushing right now, so I'm moving on. I, what do you think his fandom name is going to be? Oh. Like the, you know, Heinz get, gets Heinies. You know that fan, those fandoms cannot keep their hands to themselves. He's going to have. I don't know. I'd have to think about it. But now I'm actually thinking, like, do I want to start the fandom? Oh, you. <laughs> New fan here. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't disagree. I, I do not disagree. It was a very pleasant experience. And I don't just mean looking at him. He's very handsome. But I really enjoyed his character as well. Yeah, me too. Hey, I loved seeing American Sign Language used in this movie. It's nice to see... There's my squirrel friend. It's nice to see ASL used in like a mainstream movie where it's not like part of the story at all. Yes, it's just a representation moment. Right. And I do have a little note here. Trevor Lanehorst, who played Penny's husband... Yeah, I think it was husband. Uh, he is actually not a deaf actor, but he is a registered sign language interpreter. Hmm. So they used him in this role. He only has like three other little acting credits, but he does like a lot of camera work apparently. Hmm. And then is this interpreter. So I, he has this other life too. Yeah. Anyway, I just thought it was interesting. A fun tidbit. Yeah. Hey, what would you think of Max the Town Dog Thief? No? Okay. We'll, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> I have one more liked. Yeah? I liked, so we have Vivian, the stepmother, right? And yeah. I like that, you know, she comes off a little gruff, but we get a better understanding of why she's like that at the end. And I thought that her and Cece had this, like, full moment, like yeah. this closure moment, which was very nice. And I liked finding out that she was also a service member. Yes. I thought that was a nice little reveal. Mm-hmm. 
And I agree. I like that she wasn't the evil stepmother. Yes. I would like to sell it for, to you for a dollar. I got a little teary-eyed. I know. I know. Oh, there are nice people. Um, all right. I have but one tiny wish. Oh. So I'll get it out of the way so you can dive in. Mine is decorate the trees before Christmas Eve. I know. I know. I know. Because then who's going to enjoy them? Then it's over. And then you've spent all that time. Revisit them on Christmas Eve. Have like a coffee and cocoa night or something, but decorate them before Christmas Eve. Who wants to be hauling out their decorations and doing all that work on Christmas Eve? Well, the Germans in Heidelberg holiday do. Okay. (laughs) And if that's your tradition, then I see you. Well, we are recording this on December 11th. I did put our tree up. You did. It does not have any decorations on it. You still got time. I know I do, but there is a pressure, pressure cooker inside of me that is, you know, I'm failing Christmas. You're not, but also you, there are other people who live in your house. I know. I'm going to write, a, I think that's the title of my memoir. I'm failing Christmas. I'm failing. But you're not, and this is off topic, but there, I know everybody's busy. They got work. They got finals. You are busy too. I know. I know. I know. You do not have more hours in the day than anybody else. Uh, I know. Holidays are hard, dude. Holidays are hard. All right. Um, I have just two little wishes. Poor Max. <laughs> I know. Okay, look at I love dogs. Yes. Megan knows I love I dogs. I vouch for that. I hate hijinks. And so when you have this cute dog and he's involved in all these hijinks, I just know. One time fine maybe two times but no why is he getting out all the time well okay i'm gonna it's in my did you see that but it feels appropriate here was that dog running around town off leash yeah like how does that happen that does not happen where we live no oh we got coyotes we got cars like yeah she's like max go home get out of here and i was like how does max know how to get home oh yeah i oh Anyway, um, one final little wish. Um, I have no idea why this was on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries was not a mystery. I mean... Yeah, but most of the Christmas movies aren't mysteries. Only one of our movies and mysteries. It's the Miracles of Christmas line. Okay, fine. But I truly think this should have got regular Hallmark channel billing. Oh, yeah. And... Hear me out. I wonder if the stars of these movies, the actor, the actors, the directors, the writers, do you think they're disappointed when the, their movie lands on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries? Because they know it's not going to get the same audience? That's exactly why. Because I, not everybody has Hallmark Movies and Mysteries on, on their cable lineup, right? It's usually an additional cost. Correct. And that alone is going to yield a smaller viewership. And there's no shade I'm throwing here. I mean, this movie did have 1.356 million viewers. I hear you. I think this is the kind of movie that ends up in the Miracles of Christmas lineup. I think when you have a Kimberly Sested movie, it should be on the regular channel. Sorry, sue me. Yeah. Well, it's time for Did You See That? I had to pull some like behind the scenes information for this because in watching this, Nothing really, like, stood out to me. Like, oh, look at that. Mm-hmm. So I've got two. Um, a one is a tweet from Beth Grossbard Productions, which is about the dog Max. Okay. Who is a Nepo puppy 
His mom, according to this tweet, is the wonderful animal wrangler Grace McLeod, who trained the pups in guiding Emily and the infamous All of My Heart Baby Goats. That's not a movie we know. I don't I don't know that movie. But I do remember those cute pups. See, I like dogs. I remember those cute puppies in Guiding Emily. I'm not accusing you of not liking dogs. I love dogs. Um, I, I have saved a dog from the street, if you recall. I do remember he bit your husband in the face. And I still brought him home. Yes. I love and dogs. He lived in your home for many, many years. Yes. Uh, another tweet from Betsy Morris, who wrote this movie. The background behind Bongo Santa. Yeah, tell me. That ugly little ball of mechanical evil belonged to my husband's family growing up. At some point, I ended up with it, and now it makes the rounds between family members. I tried to get Beth Grossbard Productions to keep it, but no luck. I love a, I love a little Easter egg like that. Yeah. If you listen to our um, episode that is actually out yesterday, as of the airing, you'll hear a little bongo santa moment in my own friend group that did you find that happening year after year i forgot to ask him where it is oh my god it's in the trash patreon it's not oh no patreon.com slash megan and wendy um i have one small 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 did you see that and i think it's an editing flub Mm -hmm. there was a scene where Cece and penny are talking and you hear Cece's voice but her lips are not moving oh it's so quick Uh i'm actually surprised that i caught it because, you know, you're allowed to look away from the screen when you're watching. Okay, thank you. <laughs> so I just you don't have, to have toothpicks in your eyes watching this. <laughs> no, but it was so fast. And I was like, wait, that's her voice, but she is not talking. Interesting. Yes. All right, let's rate to all a good night. I gave it four stars 4.5. Wow. I enjoyed it. I thought it was a really nice movie. Me too. Really nice movie from top to bottom even max can i tell you something okay while watching this movie my husband said i think i'm becoming a hallmark hater <gasps> for real yeah thanks for listening to this episode of girls gone hallmark that's not it for us this week we will be back tomorrow with our review of magic in mistletoe we also have more coming at you this week so stay tuned for news from us we'll see you next time bye bye Are you tired of waiting for sparks to fly on your dating app? Do you dream of running through airports to deliver an out-of-breath, unplanned monologue? Then stop doom-scrolling and start listening to Meet Cute Rom-Coms, feel-good love stories that take you from chance encounter to grand romantic gesture in just 15 minutes. We're bringing rom-coms back. Get a brand new Meet Cute series on the first Tuesday of every month, with new episodes twice a week. Fall in love with Meet Cute Rom-Coms, wherever you find your podcasts. Is this where we kiss.